0: Welcome back to another fucking fabulous episode of We're Not Fucking Woo! Historians. Woo! Yeah, we're coming in strong this week. We're coming in strong. We've got a, a nice topic today. I think it's going to be fun. Great. So the topic of today's show is Ned Kelly. You may or may not know much about Ned. N- uh,
1: Mika make it, make it did a song.
0: <laughs> Mika did a song about yep. Ned Kelly? Yep. Great.
1: I want to be like Ned Kelly. Mm. He did. Yeah. Do
0: we know anything else about Ned Kelly? No. Well, you're about to. Actually, it
1: might have been Grace Kelly.
0: It was Grace Kelly. It was Grace Kelly. Kelly. We actually got an email from Georgia in Melbourne, Australia, which is where the tale takes place. Georgia. Georgia. She says, I'm a Catholic school teacher and really fucking wanted to use your St. Patrick pod to teach the kids about the saints. Look, lads, not child appropriate, (laughs) but thorough. Delighted to know. Um, May have stolen a bit of your info from my lesson. Oh, that's lovely. Anyways, she says, I was listening to your pod about Typhoid Mary thinking if they could do Irish people who lived overseas, they've got to do Ned Kelly. His parents were Irish convicts and he was born here, but you can certainly claim Australia's Robin Hood as one of your own. And history suggests that they treated him particularly shit because he was Irish. They're always doing that, don't yeah. they? Fucking hell. Keep up the amazing pod, guys. It's been really great learning about Irish history. I come from Irish heritage and my mom's one of nine. <laughs> Is there anything more Irish and Catholic than that?
1: Oh wow, well. thank, thank, thank you, you so much Thank you Georgia And I think that was always going to be the barometer of success of this podcast when we break through into mainstream education <laughs> We've done it Start teaching the kids We're going to be in exams Oh God, could you imagine? Yes
0: Lea midge Na Whatever
1: Okay good, thank
0: you for that Georgia and we are we're, we're going to do it we're going to talk about Ned now Let's do it Let me set the scene 1820 County Tipperary Tip Fellow by the name of John Kelly also known as Red. Red Kelly. Got Red and Ned. Don't get confused.
1: <laughs> I, I already am.
0: <laughs> He's born in County Tipperary. 21 years later. We're just jumping ahead. He gets arrested for stealing two pigs.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: Which in itself, like fair. He stole two pigs. You shouldn't do that. What do you think the punishment is though, Shane?
1: Oh, you get beaten with a stick of bacon.
0: Nice. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's not right. <laughs> However, it's not the Death. one.
0: Close enough. He got sent to Tasmania.
1: I mean... It's a bit harsh, isn't it? Yeah. It's
0: not even that it's harsh. Like Death would be harsh. Yeah. But it just feels like it's a lot of hassle for them. Yeah. A bloke stole two pigs, so you're going to send them all the way to fucking Australia for it? Like, you've got to pay for the boats to do that? I just don't don't really understand it.
1: I'm actually reading a book separately about... Australia the covers Australia and people getting sent from Britain and Ireland yeah, yeah. to Australia and Tasmania and stuff back in the day Madness but, but you'd think it would be for murder Imagine being on a boat beside someone I am I'm murdered <laughs> eight for? people yeah, what about yeah, yourself?
0: Yeah. And also I guess you might think Australia like not bad not bad beautiful sunny country I could yes. make a life for myself there No Tasmania at the time known as Demon's Land Not great Not the place to be It, it was not Bondi Beach put it mm-hmm. that way So he gets carted off there and as soon as he's released, he goes straight to Victoria. Good on him. Much nicer place to be where he gets into gold digging and cattle stealing.
1: Right. He <laughs> seems there's a theme things. here there's of him stealing animals. He
0: loves stealing animals. This, this red fellow. OK. He marries a, a lady called Ellen Quinn. They buy a small freehold and they pop out eight kids.
1: Oh, what well, at once? No. Right.
0: Either way, probably quite a hassle. Edward Kelly. Otherwise known as Ned yeah. is the third of these eight children. In 1866, his dad gets imprisoned again. Ned is now about 12 years old,
1: right? Stealing sheep.
0: It's cows again. <laughs> he fucking <laughs> loves stealing cows, right? So off he goes to to prison. And it's important to understand at the time, to increase the numbers, right, of the Victorian like police force. They recruited a lot from the UK, and most of these would have been Protestant. So many of them who who came over brought with them all their prejudices and what you've got now is basically towns full of Catholics who've been sent over on prison ships and the like and the law enforcement are mostly Protestant. So immediately you've got a bit of friction there. Things are not going to end well, as we we can imagine. The dad gets out of prison, but he was already a bit poorly. They put him to a lot of hard, difficult, like physical labour in prison. And unfortunately, he dies shortly after coming out of prison. So Ned's only a kid. He's, he's about 12, 13. I'm sure,
1: I'm sure the animals locally breathe a sigh <laughs> <out> of relief. <laughs> They're all
0: fucking delighted. Unfortunately, well, he did also leave an entire clan of kids behind. Yeah. Who also loved steel and shit. Right. Right? They, were, right. they were not the most lawful group of people in the world, as we're about to find out. So the fact that his father died as a result of being in prison somewhat makes Ned immediately dislike authority. And the feeling is mutual. It seems like the police are always pulling up the Kellys on some charge or other, most of which didn't really seem to have much evidence to back it up. They just really didn't fucking like each other. The Kellys were a fucking nightmare. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: will say that, but it's also widely understood that the police were also pricks. So,
1: right.
0: you know, difficult to say who's who's at fault there. For now, though, he's a kid, he's farming, he's going to school. Usual kid stuff. He also, by the way, saves another kid's life. They had moved to a farm near Eleven Mile Creek and a kid named Richard Shelton was drowning in the creek one day and young Ned jumped in and saved him. Brilliant. Top bloke. Yeah. Top bloke.
1: Yeah. Also Richard Shelton, learn how to swim.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, don't live near a creek. Yeah. In return for his bravery, the Shelton's gave young Ned a green sash. I personally would have preferred some money.
1: Cash. Cash over sash. Cash, not sash. (laughs) Cash
0: is not sash. But he loved the sash and he wore it to his dying day, 1869. He's still pretty young. Ned has a run-in with the law, his first run-in with the law. He's accused by a Chinese man whose name, I'm not joking, was
1: Afok. Pardon? That's
0: all I have to say about that. His name was Afok. (laughs) He is accused by this Chinese man of... Who? Afok accuses Ned of beating him up and stealing his money
1: and Ned said ah fuck
0: ah <laughs> fuck he says it was the other way around Ned says ah fuck came into his house <laughs> asking could he have a drink of water oh I'm a lonely traveller and I'm so thirsty and they let him in and they gave him water and hospitality and they looked after him and as soon as Ned turns, him back, turns his back ah fuck attacks a sister and tries to steal their money. so they're telling, Ah, fuck. Ah, oh, fuck, he says. So they're telling two different... It's amazing how much mileage we could get out of that, isn't it? You are in tears. <laughs> ah, fuck, what a name for an Irish story. That's all I love it. Ah, oh, fuck. So this is his first run-in with the law and there's two different versions of what happened and no one could quite prove what happened there. So Ned was sort of let off with a slap on the wrist at this stage. A little bit later in 1869, he's aged 14 now. He meets a lad called Harry Power. Great name. Yep. Irish guy, Harry Power, who had also been a transported convict who turned to bush ranging in northeastern Victoria, right? After he got out of Melbourne's Pentridge prison. I say got out of, I think he escaped. Right. So he's a wily one. They take up together. They become the best of pals. And Ned kind of becomes his little bush ranging protege shall we say so he starts learning all the ways of the bush and, and, and figuring out
1: what is a bush range
0: a bush ranger is someone who can navigate the outback and the bush in Australia right hunting animals human GPS kind of a human GPS yeah a lot like that so he's teaching him the ways of the wild basically and, and Ned's learned a lot from this guy the pair of them get up to all sorts mostly robbing people at least they weren't stealing animals.
1: Anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> they fucking loved robbing people and stealing animals. Ned did get arrested a couple of times at this stage, but it, the police could just never fully put anything on him because he he there was just never enough evidence. So he kept avoiding jail.
1: Now, can I ask something? And it's so I I think I can handle the answer. Please tell me the answer is no. But have we heard the end of that oh, fuck?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm fuck. so. Sorry. <laughs> That's him. He came and went like a ship in the night. That's it. I'm sorry. No worries. Ah fuck! He says. Finally, October 1870. Ned is arrested for the stupidest fucking thing. Now, bearing in mind his whole life, his family have been slightly on the wrong side of the law. They're stealing animals. They're robbing people. They're getting up to no good. <laughs> Started causing trouble in the neighbourhood.
1: <laughs> you get in one little he fight. Got one little
0: fight. Shane and his mom got scared. She said,
1: You're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Yeah,
0: she did. Okay. So the reason he got arrested was I swear, this is like me telling you some gossip I heard in the ladies' bathrooms. Okay. His friend Ben got a letter from another guy named Jeremiah accusing Ben of stealing Jeremiah's horse. Ben was so deeply offended by this that Ned took it upon himself. To send quite a strongly worded letter to Jeremiah's wife, not Jeremiah directly.
1: Shit move from Ned.
0: Bitch move from Ned. Wait till you hear what he did. Because he was aware that Jeremiah, they didn't have any children and he thought she either couldn't or, well, she didn't have children, maybe she couldn't. Along with the strongly worded letter, he sent a pair of bulls bollocks, sent some testicles I guess the implication being that maybe they'd be more used to her than her husband. Right. This is why he gets arrested. Yeah. None of the prior shit sent some bull testicles in the post or I don't know deliver them to the door. Did they have... I don't know. I don't know how you I don't know how you go about it.
1: I think there was FedEx then. (laughs) Very early on. It was just one guy.
0: Imagine the poor fucker who had to deliver that. Yeah. Absolute stink of it. Off he goes to jail. He's released three months later.
1: Three months he for, got, a pi- he got for a three. pair of bill balls in the post? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, his dad got carted off to fucking Australia for stealing two pigs. I think it was quite a harsh time. Yeah.
1: Would the dick have gotten more along with it, do you think? I or it was wonder. just a genital blanket sentence? I,
0: I guess just any animal parts. Yeah. It could have been the strong language in the letter. We, I'm not, no, I'd I'm not say, sure. No, I'd
1: say you get more for it being balls. I say you send a pair of ice. You get, you get you think a caution. He got
0: one and a half months for just one bollocks. Yeah. Anyway, he's released three months later, and three weeks after this, he's arrested again. He is never out of prison. In 1871, <laughs> these are all such stupid fucking stories. Ned's out riding a horse that his friend Isaiah lent to him. Right. Unfortunately, his friend had stolen the horse. It's a little bit like when your friend loans you their car, but you don't realize it's a stolen vehicle.
1: Yeah. You're saying that like you've got (laughs) into that situation multiple times. I'm not
0: saying I haven't. And then. Do you you, you drive? Like the wind. Do you? Yeah. Just not currently, because who drives in London? Mad people.
1: But do you drive back in Ireland? Yeah. But do you not find it really weird not driving for a long time and then driving again?
0: It's uh, in the most cliched way like riding a bike. Right. You, you just kind of just pick it up quite easily again. I yeah. miss driving. Right. I really miss driving. It's fun. It's your own little bubble. You're just in your car. you got the music on.
1: You're on your phone. A little bit of black parade. Yeah. You know yourself. You're eating a sandwich. You're on your phone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Having a wank. Having a chat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my mate. I was trying to think
0: of things that you use your hands for.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the weird. First thing I meant for my my mate was on a bus one day to uni, for, uh, never mind where to wear. And out of the bus they saw their lecturer <gasps> having a wank no! in his car.
0: Oh, that's so horrible! And I know, I
1: know the guy, I know the lecturer too. Name him. Nope. Name him and shame him. Nope.
0: Bad of me to assume it was a it was a male lecturer. It was. It was. Yeah, okay, fine. So, Ned's on this horse. He gets stopped by a policeman saying, alright son, this, this is a stolen horse. Do you want to step down there? Yeah. Have, have a little chat. He attacks the policeman and I quote, Rides him like a horse. Pardon? Now, let me be clear. Literally gets on his back and pretends to ride the policeman as though he were a horse, kicking his legs into him and all that sort of stuff. Right. He didn't have sex with the policeman. Did he? Right. Oh, okay, OK. Yeah. So this lands him back in jail. Not for riding the policeman, <laughs> but, for, <laughs> but for stealing a horse. He was accused of stealing the horse. Right. So back he goes. Anyway, three years in prison this time. Three fucking years in prison when he gets out in eighteen seventy four he is rightly pissed. he didn't steal that horse it was his his friend lied to him
1: right, but they could have sorted it out, maybe they Before could have rode be- the policeman
0: <laughs> I mean he didn't help himself, so he goes to see his friend Isaiah, and the pair decide to sort it out like fight club style. good for them. they have a twenty round bare knuckle boxing match. <laughs> And Ned is crowned boxing champion of Northeastern Victoria. I'm not sure this was... Just for one fight. I'm not sure there was a title that existed before this match, but afterwards he had won the title.
1: That's like me and you having a fight right now now to crown the English boxing champion (laughs) of all time.
0: It is. There's all sorts of just mad stories, including a situation in which, oh my God, he gets into a brawl with the police and is subdued When his pants fall down and one of the policemen, his name is Tom Lonergan, literally grabs Ned by the balls to make him calm down and stop fighting. After the incident, apparently Ned said to Tom Lonergan that he had never killed a man, but if he were to kill a man, Tom would be the first. Yeah, He was raging. And after this, the famous Kelly gang is formed. You may have heard of the Kelly gang you may not maybe our listeners have but this is made up of Ned's brothers cousins, mates or whoever wants to be in the gang you don't have to be a Kelly Right Just a good old gang of hooligans
1: Just a bunch of boys
0: Just live in the hooligan tree they're loving it
1: When he got grabbed by the balls by Tom Longman did he say ah fuck and then his mate showed up <laughs> well, I thought we were done
0: <laughs> Let's assume that in every situation that will happen from now on <laughs> Even if it was just like a hallucination Yeah If we're making the film Yeah Yes Yeah That's every scene Great the end of every scene. Yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> says, ah oh, fuck, and he turns up and then we just cut to the
1: next. And he's raging, ah he, oh, fuck, pops up and goes, offer. Oh, for a
0: And we'll just leave the audience sort of wondering, did that, did that happen? Yeah. Is, is he imagining this? Is it a sort of like Shutter Island type job? Yeah. Or is this actually happening? So in 1878, they've been hooliganing around for a while now. Alexander Fitzpatrick, policeman, tries to arrest Ned's brother, Dan, for stealing more fucking animals. <laughs> just stop yeah raise your own animals
1: yeah definitely just fucking
0: you have a farm yeah breed some animals yeah this policeman takes it upon himself to go arrest Dan for seeing these animals police had all agreed they would not go out to the Kelly's house alone this was this was understood because they were fucking mad yeah but this guy for some reason this day decides to go by himself there's some kind of altercation Various versions of this story that we'll never know the truth of because they happen inside this house. There's some kind of altercation in which the short version is Fitzpatrick, the cop, got shot and he accused Ned and his family of trying to kill him. Ned's version was that he turned up drunk, the usual tried to attack his mother or something and then they had to defend themselves and whatever. But most of the family got imprisoned as a result of this situation. Ned evaded prison this time but most of his family are put away and so now there's only Ned his brother Dan and these two other blokes uh, Stephen Hart and Joe Byrne who make up the famous Kelly gang that we know and love today the one that there's a film about I think Orlando Bloom is in it
1: Heath Ledger I I
0: think Heath Ledger's in it and Orlando Bloom and there's a whole story about them but if you haven't seen the film and you would like to find out what happens to the Kelly gang stick around after this break
1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: Welcome to Eureka, the show that gets under the skin of science
1: in a good way. I'm Rick Edwards. And I'm Dr. Michael Brooks.
0: Not the kind of doctor who'd be able to help much if you are having like a heart attack. But if you're wondering about quantum physics or the theory of matter, he's your man. Well, probably. Every week we're asking a new, puzzling question from the world of science and discovering the answer with the help of a world-leading expert. Like, will we ever talk to animals? They are definitely talking. You know, that's, again, a word that I would qualify because we usually mean that vocally. But in their own ways, they're talking to us every single day. Are face transplants the future of cosmetic surgery? Given that range of what's considered attractive, there's probably no point wanting to change your face to be more attractive if you follow science. And should we fear an alien invasion?
1: If an imperialistic drive brings other civilizations to us then obviously it's not good news but if it's scientific exploration it may be good news if you're interested in
0: learning a little bit more about the weird magnificent world around us then this is the show for you eureka subscribe now and find us on twitter at eureka pod new episodes every wednesday
1: eureka is a stack production and part of the acast creator network
0: Welcome back to We're Not Fucking Historians, where we are about to find out what happens to the Kelly gang. Shane, what do you reckon is uh, going to happen?
1: Well, I'm on the edge of a cliff here. You have left me on a cliffhanger. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I see him going back to jail. <laughs> I think at some yeah. point. um, But I don't, I think I've seen this film, but I think it was offensively bad. Oh. I think there's bad accents in it and I don't remember what happened. Oh happens.
0: gosh, yeah, because they're all playing Australians, aren't they? Well, no, Heath Ledger was.
1: Were they not doing a Irish accents I don't know either way I don't think the accents were good maybe they
0: would have been doing Irish accents I don't know well here's here's the true and not shit version of what happened eventually the cops get wind of the location of the Kelly gang now these four guys and they send out four policemen to find them so on the way the police are off looking for them they're traveling for days they set up camp at stringy bark creek the name of which becomes famous for what happens there So they're camping out one night, and while two of the cops are out of the camp... I don't know what they were doing.
1: Something seedy.
0: Let's agree, it was something seedy. Titty bar. (laughs) They'd found... They were performing. They'd found a titty bar. No, they
1: were performing. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: they were performing in it, and they said, lads, would you let us up on stage there just for just a half an hour? Yeah. Yeah, just get their fix. So they were off the titty bar performing, and the other two cops were basically left exposed because they didn't have the numbers. At which point they're ambushed by Ned and the lads. And this is where Ned famously says his line. And I say famously, though I've never heard this line before. <laughs> but I'm sure some other people have. The
1: classic line the of...
0: classic line of... Bail up, throw up your arms. Have you ever heard of that?
1: Never heard of it.
0: Never in my fucking life.
1: Bail up, throw up your arms. It's too many words. Lose one of them. <laughs>
0: Bail up. Throw up your arms. Yeah, yeah. I think we could, we could workshop it.
1: Bail up, seven up, throw up your arms for Detroit you know why is he saying too many words
0: (laughs) for Detroit so Ned says to them he says look I'm not going to shoot you if you surrender he's a decent bloke he says I won't shoot you but one of the policemen refuses to comply and he reaches for his gun at which point Ned shoots him the name of this cop was
1: Michael Bond
0: an excellent made up name but it was in fact Tom Lonergan
1: (gasps) Oh wow
0: I love when I got A genuine reaction Out of you Because you forgot The thing that I said earlier There's only
1: one guy missing If we've got Ned (laughs) Kelly And Tom Lonergan together Only one guy's missing
0: As Tom As Tom is dying On the floor (laughs) He has a vision An apparition Yeah And he says
1: Oh fuck Yeah He shows up And goes I throws his hands up The palms of the sky And says every time So Tom L- Ned Kelly kills Tom Logan. Kills
0: Tom Lonergan and Woo! to our knowledge he was the first person he ever killed. Right. So the, the prophecy if mm-hmm. you will mm-hmm. was true. So the other two cops come back a fight ensues and long story short between the jigs and the rails all of them were killed except one cop named McIntyre who escaped and made it back to the police
1: station. Dude in my head looks exactly like Michael, Michael McIntyre. Yeah of course. <laughs> Hello, Ned Which Kelly. That's a terrible Michael. So
0: Matt. much funnier. He's in a little suit. Yeah, on yeah. A horse. Back.
1: And his hair's going yeah, up and down as he. it's everywhere.
0: It's everywhere. So Michael McIntyre makes it back to the police station. Yeah, and he...
1: <laughs> <laughs> and tells a hilarious tale so, of what's happened. Tells
0: an hour-long set involving what happened. Keeps saying in... he was in
1: the bush, and then like, oh, A-O. you know.
0: I was. I'm so amazed you haven't made a bush joke yet. Yeah, I was expecting it. I won't lie. He tells the lads all about what happened at Stringybark Creek and it, it became known as the shootings at Stringybark Creek and that kind of thing. News of these murders spreads very, very quickly and now everyone is terrified of these four guys who are on the loose, on Outlaws, the Outlaws. They're outlaws now. You loved that. I, saw, I saw your face change. Yeah. yeah. So, But the police, again, were not 100% sure what happened or if the guy did reach for a gun. It's a very hand-shot-first, who-shot-first situation. But the story the police are telling is that they are brutal, fierce, murderous outlaws and everyone is in danger, so everyone's quite scared. The government announced a reward for their arrest and in October 1878, the Victorian Parliament passed the Felons Apprehension Act, Now, this act basically says that the outlaws can be killed without challenge by anyone who finds them armed or who had a reasonable suspicion that they were armed. The act also penalises anyone who gives them any aid, shelter or sustenance or withholds information from the authorities. Punishment was imprisonment with or without hard labour.
1: I'd prefer without
0: if possible yeah. <laughs> like if it's going do you have, do you have any without hard labour yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> is that enough oh no you don't
1: can I have the without labour substitute please? can, can I, I get
0: can I get the hard labour on the side can I
1: get almond um, <laughs> instead of hard labour please
0: I'm <laughs> actually lactose intolerant yeah. <laughs> for such a period not exceeding 15 years
1: it's a long time so
0: just for helping them out you, you oh. might just for helping them you might get 15 years in prison right. withholding information giving them but then if you, you
1: don't help, help them what are they going to do I fucking know. Probably shoot you.
0: Probably probably kill you. So there's a bounty on their heads. Everyone's out to get them. Well, at
1: least they have sustenance. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> bounty being a, a popular chocolate bar yeah, yeah. in yeah. Ireland. <laughs> With a coconut filling. <laughs> Shane's going to need a moment after that one. After that absolute zinger. <laughs> you good? Yeah. No one makes you laugh more than you. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Oh fucking hell Anyway call me
1: the pod father
0: That is why they say that Did they surrender Shane? No Did they fuck? No Absolutely not They robbed a load of banks They just fucking doubled down They said fuck it Is
1: there gonna be a a rumour or a hint That they maybe got a little bit You know friendly Like what were they getting up to? Every story we have Oh someone turns out
0: I think in our film yeah. certainly two of them will be lovers but I yeah. think it would be like it would be quite a tender romance.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think I'd really root for th- for that couple to yeah. to live.
1: Yeah. They don't. they don't.
0: Okay. Okay. So they rob a load of banks and rely on the generosity of mostly poor settlers who were also treated very unjustly by the law. So they kind of sympathise with the Kelly gang and they see them as standing up for the rights of the common man and confronting the injustices of Victorian society, which it, it really was quite awful at the time. The poor were just treated like absolute shit and yeah. Catholics as well, in particular. So they have a bit of a kind of underground following now and they have people who are hiding them and feeding them and taking care of them and that kind of thing. And they've robbed all these banks so they have money to pay them. So here's where it all culminates. In 1880, the Kelly Gang not happy with just laying low, decide to organise an attack on Victorian police in the town of Rowan. It's a very Irish name, isn't
1: it? Sounds like a friend of my uncle. <laughs>
0: <Glenrowan>. <laughs> we really just went fucking everywhere, didn't we? just start naming things. Who,
1: who could fix... My lawnmower's not working. Do we know anyone who could fix lawnmower? I take it to Rowan, trust yeah. me. Glen you know
0: down the road? Yeah, he'd put a belt on it. So they decide to attack the police in this town the plan involves derailing a train full of policemen, which fucking ballsy. you <laughs> nearly spat your water out, robbing a bank and then using the funds from the robbery to finance a local rebellion. This isn't even the rebellion. This is just to get the funds to finance the rebellion, which it's a bit Ocean's Eleven. It's a bit Steven Soderbergh. I think actually let's get him to direct it. Fine. Fuck it. It did not go as they expected. But what heist does? No. They did manage to destroy part of the railway line. So that was ready. The train full of these police officers who were like police reinforcements from Melbourne coming into Glen Rowan. So they managed to destroy part of the line. So that's ready to go. So all that needs to happen is the train needs to hit that part of the track. And they had captured the whole town of Glen Rowan and they were keeping them in the Glen Rowan Inn while they waited for the train to be derailed. However, it was this fucking family, right? And the wife was a bit poorly. Right So Ned let them go Uh, That's a rookie mistake
1: Yeah But shows you that he was Maybe Maybe a a lovable rogue Let's just say a lovable rogue Yeah
0: but anyway Do they
1: type? Yeah fuck's sake His fucking family
0: right He lets them go And they manage to flag down the train They're waving red flags Literally And Warn the driver To stop So the train stops So the police are all safe They're fine and on June twenty eighth, officers from the train and from the surrounding town they surround the Glen Rowan Inn. There's a siege, and upon hearing them outside, the gang realise that the plan has failed. <laughs> the next sentence, I swear to God, this is how it was written: they put on their homemade armour and prepared to fight.
1: I mean, they're in a bar, was well, probably like scampy packets of scampy <laughs> fries. A keg (laughs) A couple of Slim Jims What the fuck Kegs on their head Pop pants. Yeah
0: It's all a bit home alone isn't it Coasters Yeah (laughs) Actually a big A big load of coasters would probably
1: Pringles cans at the end of their hands
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah So out they come in their homemade armour They step outside the inn And the police open fire Stray bullets injure a lot of the captives inside the building and eventually the gang release all the women and children hostages because they're decent lads. Yep. Joe Byrne is shot and killed. Ned retreats to bushland behind the hotel so he sneaks out the Back, I don't know why they weren't fucking covering the back. Definitely, there whatever. seems like
1: there's in my head there's ten thousand policemen.
0: Shocking, men. bad police. Yeah, situation here. But the, so he gets out the back, and his plan is to circle round to behind the police, and then wait for an opportunity to attack them from behind. Uh, Dan Kelly and Steve Hart, who I guess they could be the lovers, yeah. they continued shooting at the troopers from inside the inn, and to try and create a diversion for Ned to get out. At dawn, Ned begins shooting. He approaches the police from behind in the bushland, as he said he would, <laughs> wearing his homemade armor. Mm-hmm. They eventually shoot Ned in his legs. They're unprotected. He's he's missed he's missed a trick. Yeah. he's really badly injured. He's captured. He's taken into town. Dan and Steve, not Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. but Dan and Steve. <laughs> they unfortunately uh, they died in the last hour of the siege. Uh, they burned to death in inside the oh, inside fuck. the inn. Now we don't know whether this the police set it on fire or they they chose to die inside together but that, that's how in each went. other's arms absolutely not just, just
1: each other's arms what? they weren't just in each other's arms they were in other parts of each other why between. would
0: you say that?
1: because the guys were having fun they, the bit, they were in the <laughs> bar they are obviously having a few drinks yeah fair, fair fair fair
0: so they died together inside and each other the destruction of the Kelly gang is widely publicised right the police absolutely fucking love it So the police, gross, they tied Joe Byrne's dead body upright to a door to allow photographs to be taken by reporters, which is really gross. And they also took pictures of the burnt remains of Dan and Steve. They really wanted to get it out to people that like this will not be tolerated and we are the man and don't fuck with us. Ned's wounds were treated and he was taken to Melbourne for trial. Now he could have just been killed as an outlaw, but because of the widespread support from he's this sort of fucking Robin Hood character authorities were really scared of the public opinion going against them so they had to be seen to be given him a fair trial he was found guilty of course <laughs> for the murder of Tom Slonergan way back when ah oh fuck says he and sentenced to death by hanging he was executed at Melbourne jail at 10am on 11th of November
1: 1880 ah oh, fuck what happened to Ah oh, fuck! Yeah,
0: no. Who? Kn- he settled down. Ah fuck! Had he had he had several children? Brilliant! And they stole sheep.
1: Excellent. That's what
0: happened to him. Excellent. Um, yeah, they made a movie about it in two thousand three. Also, <laughs> apparently, Mick Jagger played him in a nineteen seventy movie.
1: The Kelly Gang. At last, there must be some mistakes. The game's up, Ned. Come quietly. I'm not Ned Kelly, sir. Oh yeah. will watch this. I'm a huge oh, Stones weird fan. Weird casting. I think I might. I think this is also in the in the, you know, basement of my brain. That Mick Jagger played him. <laughs>
0: Somewhere in. That, apparently he shot himself in the hand with a blank while they were filming it, and the gun backfired, and he shot himself in the hand. Ian McKellen had been originally set to play.
1: It's I mean I love Mick Jagger but Ian McKellen's cousin. a better choice yeah no? well I mean he's an
0: actor isn't he so like
1: uh, I think if we're doing it nowadays who's that wee curly fella Robert Sheehan he was in Love Heat. he's been oh you'd know him <laughs> you know him let me <laughs> show you you get like my mother you get it, we'll get him in
0: <gasps> yeah he's wonderful I don't know what Robert he's out at, at the minute but we yeah, get him back yeah get him back in he's a really good actor yeah yeah okay we'll get him in
1: really good I'd like him on the podcast uh I'd, I could be in the gang I don't have to be one of the main guys but I could be in it
0: Yeah I think you could be in. It. I'd also like I'd like to see Barry Keown He's a good lad Oh yeah Yeah
1: He could play maybe the younger brother or something
0: Yeah maybe Apparently the Mick Jagger version was a complete fucking disaster Yeah He said he never even watched it He later said I only made it because I had nothing else to do You never know until you do it whether a film will turn out to be a load of shit and if it does all you can say is well that was a load of shit and try to make sure you don't do anything like it again.
1: Should we, when we stop doing this podcast, <laughs> copy and paste our names under that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful quote. Love that from Mick. It's so meandering and yet love to the for point. Yeah. Love that from Mick. Yep. So that is a story, my love, of Ned Kelly and the Kelly Gang.
1: Enjoyed that a lot.
0: I enjoyed telling you. Didn't know anything
1: you. about it. That was fun. Enjoyed it. Again, has a grim ending, like every single thing we talk about.
0: Always a grim ending.
1: Yeah. He was one of our own.
0: He was one. Sure, he was one of our own. Yeah. He was one of our own Sure, He was a divisive figure. We'll never really know whether he was a lovable rogue or an absolute prick.
1: But yeah, like myself.
0: <laughs> you can decide. Drop us an email. Let us know. What's the email address?
1: It's hello at nothistorians.com. That's the one. You can nothing stopping you recommend this podcast to a friend, anywhere in the world of any nationality. Maybe someone in Australia
0: yeah I'd like to hear from some Australians about what they know about Ned yeah
1: we are on social media Hazel Hayes the Hazel Hayes
0: the Hazel Hayes she and Todd Shane Todd comedy, comedy
1: whatever you know you'll find, <laughs> you find me I'm in there you know
0: where to find us leave us a little like rate, subscribe, comment drop us an email get in touch
1: send us cash <laughs> send and remember cash. until next time
0: we're not fucking, not fucking historians. historians
1: thought I would do it at the same time as you we never do that Not Fucking Historians is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
0: May God have mercy on your soul.
1: Yes. I'll meet you. There.